up next we're going to speak to smiley musa because a lot of people have been asking us about zain musa and his whereabouts tabiso musia on safm Okay, then let's get uh, to this uh, a story and uh, an update on Zayn Musa's well-being because you guys have been asking us uh, to speak to him and uh, we haven't been able to get hold of Zayn. Uh, but thankfully, we've been able to be in touch with his brother, Smiley, a former professional footballer himself, former footballer himself, also was at West Ham. And uh, the last time we spoke to Smiley, he told us Zayn was not doing well and he promised to go look and find him and uh, he is on the line now to give us an update. Mr. Smiley Musa, good evening, sir. Good to speak to you again on SAFM. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, Before we talk about Zayn Smiley, we've been seeing some, some retro games on SABC and people have questions about the standard of football in the 70s and the 80s, Smiley. They think maybe it was a bit overhyped. How do you respond to that? Well, I suppose everybody. Okay. Hold on, Smiley. Hold on. We're going to try and get you on the better line. We do apologize uh, for that, folks. Uh, we're going to try and get Smiley Musa on a better line. Uh, by the way, there was a meeting today between the PSL and SAFA at uh, SAFA, uh, uh, PSL and SAFA to discuss the way forward. I did mention it yesterday, uh, so we are still waiting for an update. They said that they're hoping to have an outcome today to find common ground because the PSL wants football to resume in level three, but SAFA say it's only possible in level one. And if we do get an update for you before the end of the show, we will let you know. But let's go back to Smiley Musa. How do I was saying, how do you respond to those people uh, who've been watching these games on SABC? Hello, Tabiso? Yes, I can hear you now, Smiley. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. Okay. Uh, I think you allowed some interference earlier on. Uh, coming back to your question, I think it's more uh, a question of people's opinion, mm. you know, about whether football was better in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, you know, than, than what it is now. When you look at these games, you know, you, you have to decide for yourself, because people have watched uh, football today and they've got a glimpse of what it was like, you know, in the 70s and, or rather in the 80s. I don't know if most of those games, uh, the football that we played was more in the 60s and 70s, and there wasn't much footage because we didn't have television in, in, in South Africa until 1975, and then only uh, uh, the matches were televised Around about 1978, I remember uh, when I played for Benoni United uh, in a cup uh, game against Arcadia Shepherd at the Caledonian. Mm. The match was uh, televised uh, live and the commentator was uh, Gary Bailey's father, Roy Bailey. Mm. And I remember we, we lost 2-0, but surprisingly, I was uh, voted man of the match. And I also dislocated my shoulder in the last five minutes of that game. So I think it's more a question of people's opinions, and uh, I'm not going to argue with anybody. You know, it's it's the same like asking me when I was playing for Western United, when Bobby Moore was playing. He was the captain of the 1966 England team that won the World Cup. And the manager uh, of Western at the time was Mr. Ron Greenwood, and he, he passed away and he became England's World Cup manager in 1982 in Spain. And if you ask me which uh, the West End that, that I played for, you know, and the West End that you see today, my personal opinion is there's no comparison. The West 
concession that I paid for, <laughs> players, world-class players like Bobby Moore, Trevor Brooking, uh, uh, Lampard, Frank Lampard, his yeah. father played left back, and there were there were many uh, great players at West Ham. And West Ham were not a struggling team as they are now. <laughs> West Ham was was amongst the top four and five best teams in the English league in 1972 yes. when I joined them. And I guess the like. I've been saying that it's, I think it's unfair to judge the players on one game. You're seeing 20 minutes or 30 minutes of the of, of a game on SABC. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's I, I agree fair. with you, Tabiso. Yes. But uh, having played with and against most of those guys that I saw, like uh, uh, Tines Gladla and uh, uh, Maria Maria uh, and Asun uh, Soleng and Lomo Sono, you know, that is not a true reflection of their ability. Yeah. Those guys were... Uh, they were sensational football players. If you watch the whole game, you know, I mean, I've played against them many times. And yeah. sometimes when you're on the field with them, you know, you, you, you forget that you, you're actually playing against them and you, you become like a spectator because you marvel at them. Yeah, but, we, we uh, were like say, it's, it's all about people's uh, opinions. And, uh, you know, but for me, my personal opinion is the best football players during the apartheid era. Mm. The advantage I've got over others is that I've seen all these guys, you know, and the ones that played after them right up until the present time. And my my view of football today is that it has gone down the drain. Yeah, okay. Let's the wrong people are in charge of our football and they cannot take it to another level. Okay, that's a topic for another day. But your brother Zainu was a marvel to watch in these games that we've seen on SABC, Smiley. And over the past couple of months, we've asked you to try and help us reach Zain because people have been asking for it, but you've been unsuccessful. Why is that? Come again, Fabrizio, uh, I just missed you. Oh, I was saying a lot of people have been asking us about Zain and we've asked you to try and help us uh, uh, find yes. Zain and connect with him, but you've, you have not been successful. Why is that? You know what, uh, Tabiso, we, we are having a very tough time here with Zane. You know, uh, to be very honest with you, this started many years ago when when he was fired from from his job at, as an analyst at Supersport. And, you know, the, the it, it's still a mystery to me, you know, the circumstances surrounding his dismissal. Because we were told that uh, he was asked to to uh, to shave off his beard. Now Zain is a devout Muslim, like all of us, and and you know he 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 asked them uh, or he told them that this is the culture of 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 Muslim people to grow beards. Uh, the same can be said of Amla who plays cricket. Nobody is going to tell Amla to shave off his beard. You know, one one needs to have a respect for other people's religions their beliefs and their cultures, you know? So I, I still don't know, you know, what the true story is. Because from the time he, he was dismissed, then as it, it seemed as if his whole world had collapsed. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, you know, Zane was becoming more depressed and depressed, and it became so bad that we had to... Uh, uh, to admit Zain to, to a, a psychiatric hospital. Where he got treatment, he improved, you know, and it looked like he was, he was on the mend. 
unfortunately, Zelen has gone back to his, his depressive ways, and now he has, he has locked himself up almost completely. You know, he doesn't want anybody to see him, including his children. If you phone Zane, he will not answer the phone. If you go to his house he will, and, and you knock on the door, he will not, he will not open the door. So, you know, we, we are in a situation here where we, 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 we don't know what to do. We don't know how to handle this because he has received professional uh, uh, treatment. And, you know, we, we are not doctors. We are not psychologists. So we, 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 we don't know. If we must take him back, and 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 you know, and and if he's willing to go back, because at the moment Zen refuses any kind of help. He doesn't want to see anybody. Now, I I, I went to Zen on many occasions. You know, if there's a guy who loves for football, mm. it's Zen. When I used to tell Zen, "Come, let's go to the ground and let's go and play," you know what? For a guy like Zane to tell me, I don't want to play. I'm not interested. You know, then, then that's a sign that there's something seriously wrong with this guy. Because, you know, Zane, when he was a little boy, when he was four years old, and when he used to go to school, you used to go to school not, not only with his books, but with his ball. And everybody in my rather start, you know, used to watch and admire Zayn because, you know, he, 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 he was so passionate about football. He loved football so much that, you know, he would put football before anything else. Uh, you know, mm. obviously, you know, he, he, like I say, he was a devout Muslim, he used to go to mosque five times a day. Zayn doesn't go to mosque anymore. Zayn has locked himself up and... We, we have tried our best. His friends have come along to try and help. Nothing has worked so far. So we are sitting here in a situation where we just don't know what to do. Maybe yeah. some guys who, 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 who know Zane, maybe they can come and pay him a visit and see if, you know, if they can't help. Because we can't afford to, to see Zane uh, in, this, in this condition. Yes, and if he doesn't open for you as a family, he doesn't open for his kids, who is he staying with in no, the house? No, my sister brings food to him every day. You know, now all of a sudden, he he's refusing to, to open the door. He doesn't want to see any person. He's not well. So he's living alone. You know, how are we going to help him if, if he doesn't open the door or if he doesn't want help? Hmm. I mean, we are not sure what 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 Zane exactly wants. What is going through his mind? And was him working as an analyst his only source of income? And do you think that's what added to to his situation? Well, look, Kabiso, you know Zane is very fortunate. I mean, when I was playing football, I I when I was playing in the federation. I was the highest paid player in 1974, and I earned 450 rand a month. Zane won the Footballer of the Year in 1990, and Zane got 50,000 rand. Zane was earning a lot of money 
while, while he was playing as a professional, when Zane went to Saudi Arabia, yes. he was there for six months. Zane came back and made himself a whopping four million. Now, you know, Zane is actually a very difficult guy, you know, to deal with. And he's, a very, he's a very nice guy. Yes. You know, he's a very, how can I say, he's a quiet guy. Mm. But, you know, he, <laughs> he, he's got his ways. You know, he gets upset when he doesn't, when he's not doing well. He gets upset if somebody tells him something that he doesn't like. You know, but he, he, he's not a vindictive person. Mm. You know, we, we know him. Everybody knows him here. And, and and a lot of people, you, you know, they, they 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 actually love him, you know. And and I've been approached, you know, for for months now by people. Where is he? Because nobody sees him anymore, you know. Mm. And 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 they want it. And Zayn has given a lot of people a lot of pleasure yeah. with his football, you know. And that's and why people... I remember Tabiso yes. when nobody knew Zayn. He was 17 years old. He, he was playing for Red Skulls. Before, any, every, before anybody knew him. I was the player coach of a team called Pretoria All-Stars. Mm-hmm. I had two guys that, that the public knows. Iwi Kambule and Devil Gwangwa. Mm-hmm. Who played under me. And I played with them. I, I converted Iwi. From a striker to a left back. I mean, how many people know that? I also didn't know that, actually. I've always known Iwi as a as a striker as a at Pretoria All-Stars. I was player coach. I used to give, I used to feed Iwi. You know, Iwi didn't have the composure in front of goal to score. And I, could, I saw something in this boy. You know, unfortunately, he has passed away. And may he so rest in peace. And I converted him into a left back. Mm. I took Zane when he was 17 years old. Do you remember the time when the NPSL, when, when the majority of the clubs, including Cairo Chiefs and Pirates, all broke away mm. and formed the NSL? Mm. Now, Pretoria All-Stars were playing in the second division. So, George Tarber allowed Pretoria All-Stars to play in, in, in the first division of the now broken up NPSL. Sure, Smiley, you know, there is so much reaction coming through, but unfortunately we are not experts here in this in this situation, but it's clear that obviously Zain Musa is suffering from depression and so many people are now commenting on this. And uh, we're going to try and see how we can take this matter, this matter forward, Smiley. You have our numbers, we have yours, we're going to get in touch and we'll find out how we can do or what we can do as a football community. And anybody that's listening, please help us here, especially uh, during this lockdown, if you've, you've just heard what Smiley said and if somebody is in the state how do they get help how do they get assisted because he says they've took they, they've taken him to go seek help they thought that he was getting better but now he no longer um, gets that help and he doesn't want any help he doesn't open for them he stays alone he's not taking he's, they even 
bring him food, Zain Musa, and he's not taking the food. So it's a very difficult one. And um, I don't want us to say any more on this. I think now we've got the gist of it. And I think a lot of people now can understand why uh, we are not seeing Zain Musa anymore and why he's been missing in the football space. We miss Zain. We love Zain. Zain gave us a lot of memories that we will take with us, uh, that we will that will be with us for a lifetime. And we hope that there is something that we can do. And uh, we're going to keep Zain in our prayers. And if everybody's listening that can assist you or that can uh, give us direction of where to go in this situation, please get in touch with us um, here on SAFM. You can call us at the producers at the back on 0891-104-207 or you can send us a voice note on 0614104107 and we'll get in touch with you. We're going to put all our heads together. But for now, I think it's very important that we keep Zain Musa in our prayers.